0: Not COVID You know it's not You got a COVID I test I know it's sure. not COVID I've been testing for
1: COVID Every day for the past five days I thought it was COVID Because We've been going out To a bunch of live music Um, You know A friend had a bunch of friends In from town From Austin And they were doing some shows So we went there One of my friends got COVID Damn And uh, But I didn't get COVID I got the flu My other friend got the flu Or got whatever cold I had And then uh, another friend In our group Didn't get anything So I guess the five shots worked, man. Shout out to Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and & Johnson, but yeah,
0: only when together. You're just like <laughs> ODing on the shots like yeah. five years from now. You're like five a fucking shot? mutant or some shit like that, man. You guys, yeah. man. I, let me be Magneto. <laughs> like let me
2: G- <laughs> Shout out to Vax Maxing. Yeah. Wow.
3: I didn't know you could do that. I feel like most yeah. of us got they two ask or you, three.
2: If you ask,
1: if, you, if they ask you about how many you have, you don't I have
0: to say. <laughs> oh, you can just lie. You can just, you can just, you can just, you can just take shots away from people who need it, Ed. I feel. You know, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> my, my friend was like, uh, you know, we were talking about it at the uh, like a couple weeks ago. And it was like, you know, we both were like, yo, I don't understand. Or, we don't understand. Like, you know, it's one thing to get like, you know, double vax. But, you know, I would see on Twitter or I guess I'm not on Facebook, but I guess he was talking about Facebook. People will get like triple or quadruple or like. Quintuple, I guess, vaxxed Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of like, dude, like, I mean I know, I I mean, I shouldn't talk shit Because I smoke, like, a pack of cigarettes every day, right? So I'm putting shit in my body But, like, I... have an idea of what's in that right like motherfucker you're getting like i mean not you ed but like people yeah, no, who are no, like know you know you getting like you know like vax like four times or five yeah, yeah i mean it's just kind of like eh. well i mean like obviously like it would you 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 have better sense and judgment than like most people but most people seem to do it as like a badge of honor you know
1: but yeah like, no, uh, i feel so yeah. many many like
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think also it's like
1: you know when when i was getting them i was like I mean, they're. All, I was like, they're gonna get a booster, right? Because we're not doing a real lockdown, we're, and they're gonna fuck up the booster too. So I'm just gonna get more yeah. batches. But um, also, it's like I don't. I wouldn't recommend it because, like you said, I mean, also, it's like I don't think we have any idea what I don't know what the side effects would be of getting all that yeah. shit together. I just know that I feared them less than getting COVID because I was yeah. definitely concerned about the original variants and. The and the yeah. long term symptoms, but yeah. no, you're right. I know someone who um, got the same facts, yeah. um three times and was like, I don't know the kind. Of, I don't know the way that they. I'm not close with them, but the way they talked about it, it kind of sounded like they, you know, doing their part or something. You know, mm-hmm. like clocking in, <laughs> clocking yeah, in like stocking up, Vax, <laughs> stocking up stocking
0: up vaccines the way I stock up Air Jordans. Like, right. yeah, man, that's a uh, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's <all> right. <laughs> <I> mean, like.
1: <laughs> Do what you do. just stay away from me. Uh, you, it, it, you
0: know, in five years from now, you know, you have a kid or some shit, and they turn out and they got like three heads. You know, you know it was the, uh, you know it was the vaccine. So the
1: vaccine went in
0: Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. By the way, let me not push like conspiracy theories with <laughs> right? fucking loon. I'm joking. I'm joking. You know? This
3: is a safe space for conspiracy theories. It's fine. Oh, right. <laughs> so are we doing the show now? I'm also sick, so I'm out of it. I'm gonna rely on Jorge to like be the showrunner
0: oh. today. Jamie, listen, it is fine because yeah, uh, fine. I'm a little, I'm a little bit sick. I mean, we're all kind of a little bit sick here, but also, as I was saying before we recorded, um, I watched Dune again for the second time, and uh, I fell asleep again watching it. <laughs> um, and I have some criticisms, uh, and also. Ed, I mean probably as we're gonna get into there are some good things I liked about it. But um yeah, I uh I'm also in the same headspace in terms of just this movie. Uh, uh, and the little yeah. bit off as well. I, mean, I, I got I, a lot of I, criticisms of it. I'm just a show because I want I want the
1: I want them to adapt the fourth book in a series. That's see, it, that's my that's eyes on the prize. See,
0: that's we'll <laughs> get in. See, that's that's that's, that's where that's where – I don't want to say too much before we fully dive in, but that's where right. – uh, that's one of my problems is that uh, I I think that if you read the books, right, like you would take more out of this. And uh, I guess the only analogy that I could bring up is like something like the Marvel films, right, or DC films. And I know like, you know, the MCU and all that shit, but you don't really need to know the background story of fucking Batman or Superman because – Everyone knows that even if you've never read a Superman or Batman comic. This one, uh, there was just a lot of moving parts and shit going on where I felt alienated as someone who's never read Dune. So, mm. you know.
3: yeah, I agree with you on that tip a little yeah. bit. I'm just like, oh, so. well, I guess these these are like some weird witchy people, okay? These people have powers. These people are, uh, you know, not fuck with them. I don't know.
2: Th- there, there were tremors, hints. type worms. Yeah, exactly. There
3: were clues and hints.
2: Yeah. Well, on that note, mm-hmm. let's start the show. All right, let's start the show. <laughs> let's start. Hello, hello. Welcome to Cultural Marxism, a side series by Everybody Loves Communism. I am Jorge Rocha.
3: I'm Jamie Peck.
2: And our guests, as you could tell, are Edward Suego Jr. Hey, Alguaso. Hello, Edward Alguaso. <laughs> oh, like, Oh, sorry. It's all good. do oh, Don't worry. And and also, as you could tell, the return of Aaron thorpe
0: <laughs> thanks for uh thanks for having me back on the uh on the show that uh jamie and i and uh you jorge dutifully have taken up uh after my absence and leave but uh it's happy to be back
2: i'm glad you're back oh yeah so dune what do we think about dune is it, is it just a sand dune or is there more to it <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah i should note that we wanted to have on ed and Aaron because they had such diametrically opposite reactions to the movie. Uh, I saw Ed tweeting some nice things about how he liked it. And then I saw Aaron tweeting about how if the movie was a person... He wanted to fight it. So I was like, this seems like good content. Let's get them together. See what happens.
0: I, I, I changed my I changed my display name on Twitter for like a day to Dean Hater. I hated, that. I hated I hated that fucking movie so much. Yeah. And, wow. I hated a little bit less on the second rewatch, but I still hate it. So
3: And as I expected, uh, whenever I see people fighting about a movie like that, especially if it's some nerd shit. I'm like, oh, let me see what all the fuss is about, and then I watch it, and I'm like, it was
0: fine. Yeah. So, yeah. see, Jamie, like, I think Ed and I, uh, uh, I think that, um, and Ed, if you, if you, if you disagree, let me know. But I think um, we're both into nerd shit, right? right? Like, I mean, I think we're both like, you know, we're blurbs. Uh We're into, we're into <laughs> comics and sci-fi and shit, and. Um, I think that when you're you're a fan, when you're into fandom, um, especially about a, a series or franchise that you really enjoy or just concepts like I like space, man. I thought I would have loved doing uh, people get very defensive um, and they get very entrenched in their positions. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll let whoever speak on what they thought about the film first. But one thing I will say is that kind of fucked me up because I'm coming off of watching Star Trek The Next Generation, the first mm. two seasons. Mm, mm. And I couldn't help but make comparisons when I'm watching this, you know. Um, I mean, one of the one of the comparisons, as I said before, is that I think that this film, I think you enjoy it if you've read the series. Um, if you haven't, you probably won't. With Star Trek, I'm kind of dropped into something that, I mean, there are like sixty years of canon that's kind of backed up by that. Um, the only the only I guess uh, uh, introduction to Dune I had was watching the original one. Who who directed that again? I forget. Oh, David Lynch yeah and you know, uh director I, I fell asleep during that shit, too, but I liked it a little bit more though I'm not gonna lie so uh uh ed why did you why did you like what do you why did you like this uh why did you like this movie
1: i that's a you know i think um you know like you said i've read the books i've read the books a few times i've watched pretty much all the adaptations i think I came into the movie especially because it was one half expecting a sort of like stripped down dumped down uh, adventure story, mm-hmm. um, and not the massive epic story of the books, um, which I think is what you know you end up getting. You don't like you know they've taken out and they've made a lot of pretty significant cuts. That I think I think the analysis by uh, Leslie Lee a uh, struggle session is probably like the one I like the most, and that you know if you want. A cool action movie. Um, This is the first half of that. Um, But if you've read the books, you'll notice they took out the politics. They kind of minimize the role of the female character, specifically Jessica, who's like the emotional core
0: of the book. That's his, that's that's a uh, that's his mom, the main oh. character again, um, Lady Jessica. Uh, 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 yeah, Paul Timothee- Yeah, that's yeah, that's her. Yeah, I call them Timothy Shallots, but um, yeah. yes, his mom, Jessica's mom. Okay. okay.
1: And so, like, his mom in the book, you know, even though he's the POV character, his mom is easily is is uh, or you know, even though he's the main character, POV character, his mom is like you know beating heart of the book um you know an incredibly intelligent person it's her, a lot of her plans to help them survive and succeed she's the object of a lot of other enemies plans the political intrigue is like i get why well, you can't put that in a movie it's pretty complicated and like and it would be hard to simplify in, an, in a movie that's already so long but it was like a pretty interesting uh threaded in it as well as like paul atreides kind of coming off a little bit more hero-y and a little bit more chosen mm-hmm. one in this yeah. movie than he should have, you know. Yeah. In the book, he's um, he's a fake messiah, you know.
0: Well, uh, at first, right? I'm well, assuming in the spoiler first... alert. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming in the first book, right? And actually, like not to catch you up, but a comment. I actually will say that I, as someone again who didn't read the book, right? And I'm sure if I did, I would have. Um, like the same thing with the Harry Potter series, right? There's a lot that was left out, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I will actually concede that on the second rewatch, I actually really liked the political um, intrigue. I liked the themes of, if you know, we're doing cultural Marxism. I really did like the themes of, um, you know, imperialism mm-hmm. and sort of like resource allocation and all that shit. Um, I actually enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, I really did on the second rewatch. Uh, my problem was with the pacing. Yeah. Like as a film itself, th- those were my issues. But actually, I think they did a pretty good job for something that was like fucking almost three hours yeah. long, you know, and it's, that spans over like four books. I think they did a pretty good job.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like it is a it's a pretty interesting um, thing, right? Because I think a lot of a lot of the movies, especially, well, you know, or, or to zoom out to, with Dune, it's like yeah, I love it, right? And I think, like you said, they they do handle some themes pretty interesting that are uh, good and consistent with dune as a as a story right talking about imperialism talking about mm. like uh you know the role that religion might have in people's lives talking about the way in which power works and and, and talking about the weird dynamics that emerge if you're like trying to do some shadow society from the back like the benedict are you know um talking about like responsibility and duty and all these other things right those are pretty interesting things that get fleshed out one way or another but i do think that when I watch it, you know, I enjoy it because one, I know it's like, it's the first half of the, the and the second half is ultimately the more interesting part. Uh, but also because like, I know, I, I, or I feel like I went into it consciously lowering my expectations, but like ramping the up the hype and the shilling of it, right? Because I was like, um, I, I, I just want to, one, I'm interested in seeing what he does with the second half. Uh, but also, like my real interest in the series is much later on because that's where it gets really weird, um, mm. and the themes are are given more room to breathe. And I don't know if it's, film- if it's filmable. But the first, the you know, this first Dune movie I shelled because it was like it looked beautiful, you know, it did, it really, you know, really did look they, beautiful. I'm
0: not gonna lie, it they was a beautiful film.
1: Had those interesting you know talks and themes that fleshed out. Uh, Timothy Chalamet is, was a good casting, or felt like a good casting for Paul, and brooding all the fucking time in every scene. <laughs> the voice—did you all see it in theaters? Because I'll never forget the way nah. the voice. Uh, you, dude. They, you know what? You know what?
0: That's and that's another thing too, man. We're like we were talking before, and mm. I was like, anyone who listens to this is probably going to be like, you know, if you're like, you know, uh, counting points, you know what I mean? Like, Eddie, you already get like five points. Right? <laughs> There's nothing, and you know what? I will say that there are things, and again, there are things that I like. I realized where, you know, maybe if I had read the books, but even if I didn't read them, right, um, I think that if I saw it in theaters and I had that surround sound or that IMAX type shit, because I saw the shit at home, Um, right? Yeah. Like, I was, I think, was I, did I just get out the hospital? I don't remember, but I was home and I was high watching it, um, and I think that I would have definitely had a better experience had I, like, been in the theaters the same way when I saw, like... I mean, you know, The Dark Knight or even Interstellar, you know, that is a whole movie going experience, you know, and I will admit that this film was fucking beautiful. I mean, you know, also, too, I'm listening to it, watching it on my TV. And I think part of it, I started on my laptop, you know, which like my Mac with tinny ass sound. And then I went to my like think 10 year old TV. I don't even think it's like 1080p. And um, I was like, damn, man, I'm doing this film a, a disservice. I'm not doing this film justice by watching it on like, you know. Like a, a a screen that's like maybe four times bigger than my phone, you know. So yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. leave Dune alone. No judgment without investigation. No, I
0: got to dig my heels uh, in. Now.
1: <laughs> I really do because um, yeah, the sound effects were really nice, and it was like the first movie I'd seen in a while, and also the first movie that had done in a while. It was mm-hmm. the first one I'd seen in a while because the pandemic. But also, mm-hmm. like, even before then, it had been a while since I saw a movie in theaters that did sound effects that really, like, came at you and affected you all. Are you yeah. talking
0: about the shit that, like, it's, like, kind of when I, I think... Uh, I think, like, Dunkirk is a good example. And mm-hmm. I didn't see that in theaters, but that I've heard, producer, right? 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 Like, I mean, the passing sort of, like... um, Like, you hear it from one end, one end of the theater. Yeah. And then it kind of passes through. And I know, like, a couple of the other films have done that. But I know Dunkirk, a lot of people were talking about that. And I feel like with The Voice... In this film Which even the voice thing Ooh. Man You see there, There's a, there's some suspension Of disbelief mm-hmm. With not the voice I don't have a problem With that Okay so this film Takes place Like unimaginably Far in the future Right Like yeah. I mean They talk about the year 10,000 something Right yeah. And I'm like bruh And I don't mean to compare Star Trek takes place In the 24th century And these motherfuckers Have replicators mm-hmm. And they have I don't know I'm not comparing But I am saying And I get like You know like the, the political intrigue and the resource allocation. So there had to be like a, a spice or spies, I guess is the proper pronunciation. I understand that as a natural resource. Bro, why can't you have a replicator that can like yeah. just like where you don't need? It's kind of like you set this so and far And the there future. would be no movie. I know. I get that. But Star Trek, they have this amazing technology. But yet they're still able to create intrigue and suspense and these plots that mirror um social relations and social issues that we go through today and it was kind of for me as someone who loves sci-fi especially stuff that's into like far far deep future like deep time shit you know it's kind of like man it's it's like watching this film and i'm like damn dude like we got these like kind of like you know people that are supposed to be i guess like a a a parallel of like you know uh people in the middle east um who are sort of like um uh, uh, not even guarding, right? They're not even the stewards of this this natural resource, but they are just like the people who live on that land, right? But mm-hmm. it's also just like, dude, like this is k- like kind of, I mean, I can get the political intrigue. It's just sort of like, does it, would it, would it still exist so far in the future? And maybe that's me kind of overthinking and coming off of Star Trek, but it was sort of like, damn, I would hope that like we would f- have either figured out these problems by then or the writer himself would have Come up with new kind of literary devices and plots, right, to make this seem more believable to me as someone who lives in the 21st century. You know, uh, talking about a film that takes place like a hundred thousand years from now. You know,
2: but so, so maybe Hero that's just. So here I will say about 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 the movie, um, and it's kind of to to uh, Edward's point, which mm-hmm. is, you know, I when I watched the movie, I knew nothing about it. And, same, and I and I was someone else as well and they knew literally nothing they just heard the Twitter discourse about it and you know we both came out came out of it just loving the film we thought it was great mm. um, I think I like I knew about Dune um, the person I went to see it had never heard of it and like I think I had read maybe like 50 pages of like the book so I didn't really have like any kind of context mm. but then I started re- now I started you know am almost done with the book after watching the movie mm. and important to the point Edward said it's like in the book, there's, like, stuff that is, like, very important that actually literally addresses your point. An example is, like, the planet, which is, like, the planet, like, because, like, it's, you know, that's called Dune or Arrakis. Like, there's, like, the, the sand or, you know, Spice, whatever you want to call it. Like, that is the reason it's so, like, arid. It's done so intentionally. It's They're doing, like, uh, ge- terraforming as imperialism mm. and Okay, Like, they're terraforming it to be— mo- There's no rain on the planet on purpose to create more spice. Okay, so let me ask you a question.
0: So in the— Okay, so in the film, right? Um, See, in the film, though, they don't— They don't get to that terraforming aspect. So it's yeah. like in the film, I'm assuming yeah. this is a natural planet, right? Okay, mm. see? Like, they were that gonna makes more it. fucking sense. They were going to terraform it. But then they
3: didn't because they wanted there to be more spice there. So they wanted the desert. It seems like the Freeman wanted them to terraform it. Also, like, I had a question about who these people are. Like, because everyone in the movie seems like they're human except for yeah. the uh, the, Fremen, the yeah. scary, creepy looking uh, demon guys, you know Oh, the, the tall guy the antagonist,
0: deceit, He's like 10 yeah. feet tall, yeah, yeah. Feels, yeah. They,
3: don't, they don't seem super human to me but everyone else seems like a human Like, are we to believe that the Fremen just like were originally humans from earth and then they found this planet first and they went and they lived there yeah. and then they were going to yeah. make it nice for themselves. But then, you know, there was spice there. So now everybody wants it to be a desert and everyone's battling over it. Like what's going on with that? Well, with the, rubble, so,
2: yeah. the spice mm-hmm. gets too high too. Yeah.
3: Mm. oh yeah um, i trust me i did not forget about that (laughs) i was just about to say that i would really like to try it
1: there is a there's a thread in the religion where they do have a dream and that's like the dream of lank the ecologist uh the woman who dies in the um in the film um in the book, it's a man, yeah. right? Yeah, they, uh, yeah, they, uh, gender swap. They made
3: it. it
2: woke.
1: Yeah, they made a it yeah. a black woman, um, <laughs> and, uh, it was, it was... a uh, makes
2: more sense in the movie, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I yeah. think, I, I think it does I, in, you know, because in the book, it's, like, this really old white yeah. man who's just, like, uh, he's, like, I love, you know, I just, I'm an imperial anthropologist or some shit like that, <laughs> you
0: know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, there is this dream among them and some of the Fremen of like a of a paradise on Arrakis, but it like will never happen as long as the Empire is in control because the or as long as this Empire is in control because this Empire wants more spice, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like there's That's a, like
2: communism, right? <laughs> and there's there's other things
1: too. It's like there's a there's a whole tension. Like for example, one of the core elements of the book is like. And something they cut out almost completely from the book, or from the sh- movie, is that one of the reasons why you don't really see advanced machinery is because, like, mm-hmm. ten thousand years ago, which is when their calendar starts, they were enslaved by like this massive mm. machine race uh, that was of sentient AI, and they waged a war against them. This massive jihad and their new they religion. Really call it jihad. Yeah, it is. It's, it was a jihad, the Balarian jihad. They destroy all thinking machines, and they put in rules that basically restrict like machines from developing to the point where they would ever really, even you know, potentially lead to something like that or get someone interested in that right and so i'm always
3: saying that we need to be doing that right
1: and so they do that's when they start doing all this weird shit for the record they start (laughs) (laughs) they start genetically modifying people they start training people they start uh that's when they make the benedict right that's when they make the mentats that's when they make the spacing guild they make people replace the computers and that's like that is an
0: important tension because that's the foundation of all the political Factions. See, man, that makes a lot of... Okay, so the way I'm envisioning it now, right, is that, like, this movie... If I had to put all of these sci-fi films and shit like that in, like, a timeline... Uh, this is tens of thousands Of years after uh, uh, Star Trek After The Matrix yeah. After any film where We uh, develop advanced enough Technology mm. that has the uh, The the threat of uh, developing I guess a singularity right Where they kind of get this consciousness and the sentience And they realize like oh dude we don't need people Anymore mm-hmm. and that makes a lot Of sense right why we would Not even revert to some sort of Stone age like past But why like there would be stringent, um, um, you know, protections in place, right, cultural, political, so on and so forth, that would prohibit any development of AI technology. But see— in the film, and again, I, this is where I think that if you read the books, right, and you were forgiving when you watched the film because you understand that they only have, like, even though this is like three hours, well, I'm they not, only have. I think they should have done it. That was a big deal. They should have done that. it because it would have made more sense to mm-hmm. me because I'm watching this shit and I'm like, bro, in the year 10,000, I mean, which is, I'm sure, an even different calendar, like, why are people, like, I don't know, dude, like, why wouldn't you instantly be able to teleport anywhere the fuck you want? But I think the movie left out a lot of this, like, kind of history that kind of uh, uh, leads to this, th- these political questions and these dilemmas where getting straight into the film, I'm just supposed to accept,
2: you know? I think another really thing, big thing, too, is, like, the movie, significant, like, you know, Edward mentioned, like, watered down the political intrigue and, like, the analysis that's involved in it. But also they significantly reduced any kind of mention of, like, Islamic terms. Like, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. like they, they, they explicitly removed, like, changed jihad to holy war in the movie. Mm. It's like it's, it's jihad in the book.
0: But they did use, and that's another thing I want to get into, right, too, because uh, when the discourse was happening on the left, right, um, I mean, I didn't see much of it, which I'm thankful for, thankful for, because it is annoying when people are like, uh, yo, this book that was written by this white dude like 50 years ago who. It could be problematic I mean definitely in some ways problematic now But it's like okay dude I can forgive right But that's another thing too is like sort of I guess and correct me if I'm wrong y'all, But I guess it was uh, sort of this Observation on um, You know resources and oil and shit in the Middle East right so for example the Worms I think they call them um, Shai Halud Yeah um, for yeah. example right or There are other kind of like or Shaitan you know, they, Well there are things where they kind of sort of Lean into it you know mm-hmm. what I mean, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't, I don't know if I actually would have had a problem if, like for example, if the Fremen were supposed to be, which in the film they really are. Like I mean, I don't even know from what country, dude. Like I mean, they're 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 Arab people, right? I guess supposed to be in the film yeah. and in the book, right? I don't know if I would have felt more uncomfortable if the movie leaned more heavily into it, or if the filmmakers are kind of walking this fine line where they don't want to be problematic, right?
3: Oh, that's definitely what's yeah. happening in the movie. Like, they're trying to walk the line while, you know, not departing too far from their source material, mm-hmm. but they're trying not to get canceled because people would, I mean, people love to cancel. Yep. <laughs> I don't want to is- be like one of those yep. cancel culture people. I think this uh, is so- But okay. like, it, it could happen. I think we can all see that happening.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, um, you know, and I think that's also part of the, um, you know, I think part of also one of the problems with the film or one of the limits of the film is, you know, the book is, the book was written in a way where it's like kind of, it's kind of saying a bunch of really crazy uh, political ideas. Yeah, that at the time. Yeah, that at the time that should mm-hmm. be, you know, talked about in the sense of like, you know, Paul is Paul is not actually a savior. He's actually, and and the fact that he's a god is actually fearsome. He's a monster. You know why? Why are people worshiping him? You know, power is not a good thing. It's saying a lot of these things, but it, it but the way it does it, it's a rug pull, right? It yeah. makes you come along with this character who's a boy. He got thrown out from his home. He wants revenge for his father. And it's only then you realize, oh, shit, like he's not, he's like has all this power. He's literally a guy. He's it. not the good guy. He is not the good guy, right? Mm-hmm. And nothing can be done about him uh, not being the good guy. And he tries to. He does, you know, to his credit a little bit, try to be a good guy for like small slivers of time throughout the series when he's there, but he backs away and he does the only real thing that he can do at one point and, you know, like leaves. Right. But it's not enough. Mm -hmm. But that is not an easy thing to grapple with and talk about. And if he tries to do it and fails, he will never probably never make another movie again, because I feel like it would be too easy to say. This is, a fa- this is fascism, right? Or this is like mm-hmm. some love letter to yeah. conservatism because, mm-hmm. um, one, I mean, one, partly because the author was like a right-winger, but two, because the way that he's exploring the ideas are also supposed to be, in his own words, like supposed to be a criticism of all of this, right? Or it's supposed yeah. to be transcendental criticism of, of all elements of po- all politics that deal with any power. And it, you can't, I don't know, I think like, it, like you were talking about, like yeah, they removed the words from. They removed the Arabic words. They removed a lot of the references to the Bene Gesserit being like a eugenics program. Yep. Um,
0: they removed a lot what? of like. What? Yeah, yeah, the, dude. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but I
3: thought they just... were
0: just witches. No. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: Go ahead. So the Bene I've been they trying seem to.
3: Very witchy to be. Yeah, I mean they are witchy,
1: they right? Are. But they're called witches. So they're called witches because they have like all these magical powers. And they have those because they breed themselves and they breed other people and they control everyone's genes in the empire, right?
0: Well, they were supposed to control, I mean, like Jessica was supposed to have a daughter right. who would be the one and she ends up having a son. So it is eugenics. You kind of get a feel yeah. you that get, it's a You eugenics get a very small glimpse of yeah. it.
1: And I but think, only I mean,
3: against men.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but honestly, it's everyone because it's like, so in the movie, they make it seem like, oh, like that was just Jessica's thing. But they mm-hmm. do this with every single royal everyone. family because they're in every single royal family. Mm. In the or every single noble family, right, and
0: the Banjesterate we're talking about, they're in yeah. every single family. The
1: Banjesterate are in every um, major family, every noble family. They're in almost every other part of society, right? And they, their goal is like they take genes. They're the only ones who have like real, true lineages of everyone in the in the empire. They take genes and they rearrange them, right um, and they, and they do breeding to make certain genes express, like, that will be a bigger plot point in the second one, that's, maybe that's why they didn't remove it, because there's a big plot twist there, um, Mm -hmm. with a bunch of people, but, um, like, it is, it's a, the elements like these help clarify the threads, and it is hard also for me, and I think part of the reason why I ended up doing shilling is because I actually don't know, like, whether or not the movies are good depends on the part two right yeah that's there's, true yeah, they, there's, yeah. Like, there's not too much here it's just like it really comes down to just being like a little action adventure film right but
3: yeah it yeah. felt like a, a very uh obviously a prequel and they set it up a little too nicely at the end when he's like this is only, only the beginning that, to be i'm honest. like god damn it thanks for wasting two and a half hours of my that's fucking trosh- life like Zendaya is barely in it at um, all. I thought yeah. she was like a primary character and then nope. she's only in it for like fucking 10 minutes and yeah, I'm like, "Alright, right. Where's, where's the rest
0: of it?" Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's why I didn't Okay, so like two points one, I think that, you know, I was thinking about Starship Troopers, um, not the Heinlein book. With Heinlein was actually like a I mean he's right wing, right? It was very it was very obvious that he was in favor of a militaristic authoritarian um society, I guess. I think when he Wrote that book, right? But the film obviously was a parody, you know? And I can respect that even. Um, who's the author of, of Dune again? See, Frank Herbert? Am yeah, I right? Her- Her- okay, Her- yeah. So, Herbert, even though he was a conservative, obviously he is, and at the time too, he's critiquing the ideas yeah. in the film. So, even though I I feel I'm like, the left a, today,
3: like an isolationist paleo conservative, maybe? Yeah,
0: almost like a Barry Goldwater is kind of the feel that I get from him. I might be yeah. wrong, but that think, kind no, of you're, like, I think you're right. He's also. I mean, 68.
1: This transcends mm. the, his politics. This man was, like, incredibly, demonically horny. And it comes through his <laughs> books. In every book, there's more and more horny. Oh, no. A giant
3: worm. I wonder what that's about. Trust
0: me. There's, in is, the, sand? Oh. there's, there's the, uh, the giant phallic worms. Uh, yeah. I'll give you a little
1: taste of it. <laughs> they are Bene Gesserit in the later books. That uh, basically control and enslave people with sex, and they wear BDSM fits all day. Oh my That's it. That's, wow. uh, That's not even it. that
3: is not following the BDSM rules. That no, is not safe or
1: consensual. He the way and so he writes the way he writes about them. It's mainly in how he writes about them. I mean, it's very it is tries to put them in as much as possible as much as possible as you can be like now they're gonna go
0: have sex and uh, we'll.
1: Star-wool. He's writing for himself is <laughs> he what is he's doing. He's himself. writing for himself. In he's right. okay.
0: So, like, I mean, dude, like, if if I can respect, I guess one thing, the first thing I was going to say is that I wish that the film included some of these elements, right? Mm-hmm. Even if, even the demonic, if it would have part, two. I mean, honestly, <laughs> well, that's why we got part two, right? That's why we got part two. But, like, I would have been cool if the, uh, the filmmakers were um not even brave enough necessarily because i mean maybe a lot of the shit i mean i don't want to assume that people watching it like you know uh, uh are you know who are not as diseased as we are are gonna it's gonna fly over their heads but i think most people watching it maybe it wouldn't as been as controversial right if you included some of these aspects from the book but the big thing right that we just talked about the problem that i had with the movie was like dude i spent two and a half hours almost three hours watching the shit right and then it just ends right And as someone who's never read the books, right, it felt like I got Trojan-horsed into this thing that should be, like, a fucking epic. And, I mean, dude, like, I watch, I mean, I've, like, I've watched movies or franchises that I know that there's going to be a part two, right? And I felt like for an introductory piece, like the first film... Um, which I don't even think they were sure if they were gonna make a second one, depending on how well this mm-hmm. one did. I just like watched it and I felt like I was betrayed of my time and attention. I mean, I fell asleep mm-hmm. to be fair, but that's why I fucking fell asleep too, right? Because the pacing and shit. So it was kind of like the movie ended and I literally had to like look at my phone. I was streaming it on my phone, or whatever to my TV, my Chromecast. And I had to be like, yo, is this shit over already? Like, I know I fell asleep for like 30 minutes, but like I felt <laughs> cheated because it felt like a not even a cliffhanger. It just felt like. You know, you go outside, like, uh, if you're working at a restaurant, you smoke a cigarette, and then your boss, like, calls you outside. He's like, hey, you got to put that shit out. And I, like, put it out before it's even halfway. And I was like, dude, like, I wanted more. And I felt, like, I felt betrayed, and I kind of felt like, god damn, man, like, this was it? You know, it's like I eating, know. like, less than half of a Subway sandwich or something, man. You sounded
3: a, sound a little bit like my Jewish grandpa. <laughs> <I see. laughs> the food was terrible It's such small portions. <laughs> It that's was, what you sound like it was though and I mean it's like, like did did you want more of it or was did it taste like shit like you can I'm only pick one you wanna,
2: so what you're saying is you want to see part two
0: right Aaron no what I'm saying is I do, <laughs> I'm do. I gonna watch part two anyway because I mean dude like I'm a, I love like I mean Ed as you know like when, uh, when I went on this machine kills man I, like, I fucking love space I love aliens I love all that shit of course I'm gonna watch part two um, actually you know what I, it's an interesting thing I was thinking about like I know that people did. There was discourse with people saying that movie should only be 70 minutes long and 90 minutes long is what it was. Right, dude. Yeah. This is two and a half hours long. You know what? Maybe they should have just made it like three and a half hours. Yeah. Maybe then I would have been like, <laughs> fuck it. I'll just watch just like, it. Like, okay. and like I'll, I'll like honestly, it. Maybe, you know.
1: A friend of mine, he falls asleep during movies all the time, and he says it, it's because they're boring, and, they're, and the reason he says they're boring is they're too short for him, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, And so I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, okay, I to watch a season. I'll watch a season of a show, an hour-long show, 10 episodes, 10 hours. That's what I need two and a half hours, it's a bad mother, story. Mother well,
3: you know what? I mean, I, I kind of get where he's coming from because these me series too. have been very much engineered to make you binge them. Right. Yeah. Whereas yeah. perhaps the movies are not engineered in that way. I don't know. I mean, I, I found myself having a bit of trouble paying attention, uh, but that might not necessarily mean anything because I have ADHD brain and I have trouble paying attention to a lot of shit. But then sometimes stuff will suck me in, like I notice. Uh, but like it's not always necessarily good. Like I watched this fucking rom-com the other night that had Charlie Day and Jenny Slate in it, and I was like, well, I have to watch that because I like both of those people. I like to love Jenny and Slate. Oh. was it good? Um not I I'm still not sure because it just pandered <laughs> so hard to people exactly my age that I was just like charmed from start to finish. And then afterwards I'm like, was that actually good or not? I don't know. Uh so I guess what I'm saying is it's not necessarily an indication of anything, whether or not you uh, get bored or fall asleep or whatever, because all of our brains are broken.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, mean that's, that's, go, go ahead. Harry, go ahead. Uh, the only thing I want to say about the film in terms of like length is that I think maybe I, I don't know. I have not looked into this, but I sus- deeply suspect there's like some like ultra like long like director's cut out there. Oh, there like, will be. <laughs> or, or, or like, 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 uh, maybe, uh-huh. like later, maybe, maybe like later this year or like maybe beginning of next year because like, the next movie's going to be October 2023. Mm. So it's like maybe like beginning of next year. Like, oh, we're going to release the, the Villeneuve cut. And yeah, it's the like, Snyder. Yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. And it's like five hours and it's like maybe and it turns out it's actually like really like much better.
0: I mean, I like that man. Like when he, I thought of the Snyder cut, which I did not like. Um, I, did not, I didn't like it at all. I, I mean, like I'm happy that he's not involved. Anyway, that's a different. That's a different podcast. That's struggle session, uh, which <laughs> I'm also uh, hopefully will. No, I think they covered that already. Anyway, dude, uh, it's like this. This movie should have been like a blunt, right? Where like, bruh, I don't smoke. I really don't even smoke blunts. But I'm using an analogy, a metaphor. Um, it's like I could smoke a blunt fat ass blunt and put that shit out and come back to it you know the Zack Snyder thing because it was actually split up into three parts like the Snyder cut it was kind of like oh dude I'll watch part one and then I'll smoke a cigarette or smoke some weed or whatever and then I'll come back and do it like I feel like and you know what I'm thinking about the day I'm thinking about the Lynch one the original one which I watched and I fell asleep during that one too but I like that because that felt like an epic of its time because it really felt like it was Shakespearean in terms of the way it was like apportioned, right? Like I Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Oh, dude, God. I See, I gotta watch that again. I did not remember Patrick Stewart was in there. I love that man, yo. Again, Star Trek, he's amazing.
3: Uh, uh, we also, sidebar, we have to watch the movie where he plays Lennon
0: Oh, bro! Andre, um, Andre uh-huh. Dumis posted that on Twitter. Yes, it's apparently he played Lenin in this yeah. fucking British film, and Which Andre posted a clip idiot. from where somebody I else mean, did. I mean, Oscar yeah. Stewart is a socialist. Oh, he is a comrade as well. I mean, he's oh god, dude. Uh, I'm gonna after this, I'm gonna get really stoned and watch Next Generation, so I could like <laughs> to, the palette, like wash out like the palette from watching this fucking movie. But <laughs> this is, I guess, what I'll say, man. It's just, like you know, in terms of length, the last thing I'll say on length is just like, I feel like either go big or go home, right? Like, uh, and hate to use another example of people would hate, because I keep comparing, because that's the only thing to kind of do with this film, right, is like the Harry Potter films. I've read the books, right? There are a lot of things that they didn't include in Mm. the movies, but I feel like what they did decide to include and the pacing— added to the world building and the plot of the movies, right? The music too. The music to everything. And then, yo, I will say aesthetically this film looked great, it sounded great. The acting was, I mean, I guess whatever. Um but you're not why well, I'm not watching for the acting. But I feel Oscar like Isaac knocked it out of the
2: park in my opinion. I mean,
0: Oscar Isaac always, Wait, are you serious? Which one was
3: he? Was he, he the was hot the dad. dad? He was yeah, yeah. He was the duke,
0: I guess, right? he was the duke. Um but dude, like oh, yeah, I he's feel good. like Oh, he's like—I mean, they were were all, like, good actors. Like, I mean, the acting was whatever. It was fine. But I guess, again, last thing I'll say about the pacing is just that they didn't— Now that you guys are telling me, Eddie, you're telling me that there are a lot of things in the books that they didn't include in the movies that would have made more sense to me and made it more engaging to watch, I wish that— like. I mean, I know it's a hard job too, right? It's like, you you have this long ass book. What do you decide to like put in here, right? To have the plot move along and also to set up for the sequel. And I feel like maybe they didn't do such a good job of deciding what they wanted to pick, whether it was because they didn't want to be controversial, whether they didn't want to get canceled or they thought that this wouldn't be in the best interest of time to do it. And I think that that's debatable. And maybe, you know, if I read the books and maybe I will read the books, um, before especially for the second one you know maybe i'll have my own director's cut where i'm like nah you guys should have added in this this and this to make it more interesting but that's what i'll say about length it was it was too long but not long enough
2: right i I, I will say one thing about you know keeping the text is that um i the book overall is still significantly better even though i i love this movie but Mm. the book is still much better solely for like the first chapter in that book because that first chapter is like one of the best intros to a book I've read, because mm-hmm. um you know it's pretty much it kind of describes like kind of setting the pacing, but also shows like because in the book movie, the first chapter is like within the, the in like the half hour point, which is like when he meets the um uh, the
1: info dump scene
2: yeah, right, right. the info dump scene and kind of like puts his hand into the box. Like, that's, like, actually the first chapter mm-hmm. of, the, of the book. Mm-hmm. But but what I did want to mention, though, is, um, uh, I mean, maybe we could talk about this, like, uh, a bit later. But, you know, I would want to get people's opinions on, like, what, how they felt in terms of, like, the aesthetics of the movie. Mm. Because I, I feel like that, to me, was, like, the, if I have a criticism, it's probably that. Really? Um, really? Okay.
3: What's your criticism? I thought it looked
2: sick. It looked, I, Yeah uh i mean so i thought it was just kind of very bland to be honest
0: yeah like the eternal was almost kind of you know which was a horrible movie but that's a lot of criticisms that people had about that film was that it was very washed out and bland and yeah yeah i mean also it took place on a desert planet mostly so i kind of like
2: Um, i I mean like if you look compared to like the i mean i haven't seen the david lynch show but from what i could tell that one you know really like personality right personality yeah yeah
1: Yeah. it was vivid it popped yeah (laughs) i think i hear you on that the on building buildings should have it's easy to fall back on the building being in a desert and being like yeah it's washed with this and that and it's not really visible you don't need to see
2: it we'll just focus on because oh, some mm-hmm. of the But yeah, it was a missed opportunity, definitely. A good example, a good example of something that, you know, kind of gives a glimpse as to what it could have been was the scene with the Mentat, uh, forget the guy's name, but like the Mentat for the Atreides family, uh-huh. uh, where he had the umbrella in the desert. That gives you a glimpse of what the film could have looked in general. Do you remember that scene? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Which is like, they're just in the desert and have like this really mm. cool-looking umbrella. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I was going to make a joke and be like, Tremors, That's, uh, if we're talking about <laughs> desert movies, I was like, yeah, it should have just looked like Tremors. But uh, uh, Jamie, did you want to pose a oh, question? Oh,
3: I have a question, because you know, this is cultural Marxism, so yeah. maybe Ed knows the most about this, probably, because he's read all the books and knows things about this world. What mode of production do we think they have in operation in this universe? Because That's a really good question. Thank you. It seems in parts like it's capitalism, and you know, they're doing, they're doing empire, um, but it also seems like feudalism, which uh, can also do empire, right? There's a literal emperor who seems to have dominion over the universe or wherever humans mm-hmm. exist. So, like, did they go backwards there's, there's also, like, the idea that I've been kicking around, you know, I guess it's sort of a bizarrest one that Aaron made me think of earlier, We're talking about Star Trek. Like, there's no way that humanity could keep doing capitalism for another 10,000 years. So 10,000 years. What's going on there?
1: Yeah. yeah. There is an artificially maintained and preserved and stasis political and economic system going on here, right? It's... It's uh, It has elements of feudalism, a little bit of mercantilism, a little bit of capitalism, right? They have the fiefs that are in, that are given to everybody uh, to be nobles. To all the families. Right. To all the families to be nobles. They have this Chome Corporation, which takes uh, shares yeah. in the mining operation, right? Mm. And then uses them in one way or another to dole out political power, to dole out revenues, uh, to dole out access to certain routes, the trade routes have a, a guild of spacers who control all yeah. ability to tr- trade with one another. Yeah, because the Space Guild, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And then they have, um, like, elements. They don't really lay them out too much, but they talk about elements of, like, a banking system. And, like, mm-hmm. and probably from there, like, speculative and
0: financial elements... Um, and the Fremen, too, which I guess the Fremen are like kind of like this uh, like pre-capitalist sort mm. of society. I mean, I don't want to call them hunter-gatherers. They're nomads. Yeah. Right. yeah, they're nomads. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But
1: all of this is kept artificially together in permanent stasis in a collaboration between the emperor, the Bene Gesserit, and the Lonstrat, which also includes Chome, right? So it's like yeah. it's not it's an it's an inherently unstable system. They have a bunch of weird uh, devices that they've created specifically to preserve it the way it is. Um, and it's like not explained really until the prequels, if they're canon, Uh, until the prequel novels his son wrote, why they chose to do it that way, just that this is the system that allowed the Emperor to maintain as much power as possible, but still have concessions to certain allies and and other
2: factions, right? Something that's also mentioned, um, that I think worth pointing out, uh, you know, the Chum Corporation, from my understanding, reading the Dune, it's like... It seems to be almost like a communalist corporation that all the houses profit from. Right. Like, it's just like, it's like, there, there is like a socialized means of production, but only for the aristocrats.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have shares inside of this corporation that rewards them with revenues. They can increase or decrease the shares. Yep. You Leveraging political power favors with the, with the emperor and then political intrigue.
2: Fine. But uh, and I, but I think another another note, and I think you know, tome is not mentioned almost at all in the movie. But then it's like kind of like almost vaguely kind of mentioned that. It's like the guild of like the uh, the people who these, from what I read in the book, it seemed like these were the true like uh, where the base of power in 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 this universe lies. Not yeah. suggesting that the emperor doesn't have power. Rather, it's like if you do not have these like people in the guild on your side, it's over because. Yeah. But what it, what it is? It's like basically these are people who kind of like, as it says, like you know, a guild. People are trained and to they're the only ones in the universe that understand how space travel works. Yeah, and that actually made able to do it and run these ships. Mm. So if you are, don't have those people on your side, it, it's it's like I guess the way I imagine it is like you have like the emperor. The Bene Jesuit, like the people who basically control like the means of reproduction, mm. I guess in terms of like maintaining the the kind of
0: yeah. social out, social reproduction. Essentially, right. is what they are for you. Of know? the aristocrat,
2: right? And then, but then also, it's like you have the guild, which is basically like a like an ultra times a hundred. Union. Yeah.
0: You know what? That's actually—you know what? I will say uh, that—you know, I keep going back and forth, man, because I feel like I would like—that's why I need to read the books, because I feel like I would like the books. I just didn't like what they threw into the movie, right? But I really Mm -hmm. do like the fact that there's this kind of um, mixed—like, this mixed economy or mode of production, because Mm -hmm. as you were saying before, Ed, if— There was this sort of singularity that happened, which required there to be like this kind of, you know, this ban or suspension of any technology that would uh, evolve to AI, right? Then it would kind of be like, yeah, dude, we're getting blasted back like a couple thousand years and we have to develop modes of economic production that are like already based in human history instead of kind of achieving something that's not just fantastical, really, but just, mm-hmm. I mean, a higher level of production. Right. right. I get that. So I can accept that. They set the that. clock back.
3: So it makes sense that more sense than it would to be like this developed from what we have now.
0: <clears throat> exactly. Right. Exactly. Like Star Trek does. Because Star Trek is like, I mean, there's a fucking episode. I mean, uh, uh, the last episode of the first season where uh, they find these people from the 21st century that are cryogenically frozen. Yes, I, I, I love
3: that episode. Oh my bro, God. Bro,
0: it's amazing where Picard is like, we have no wants for anything, we have no nothing. And I'm watching that shit and I'm like, I mean, even though Star Trek, arguably speaking, Could is not really a communist utopia, but that being said, uh, that's another show again. I feel someone
2: argue with fascism. I I have. I
0: I don't want to say fascism, but why the fuck do you need guns on a scientific quote ship? I'm sorry,
3: hostile creatures out there. Also, the Prime
0: Directive is some fuck shit. Nah, that shit is. I mean, it's better than anything we have now. But I will say that. (laughs) It makes sense that there's this kind of mixed economy, and I, I do really enjoy that um, that aspect of it because the, the kind of tenuous. It also creates the political intrigue, right? These tenuous relationships between um, the the Bene Gesserit and between these different houses, and between the the Harkonnen themselves, like and the Fremen. Like I, or the Fremen rather, because the Harkonnen and traders are two houses. I like all that shit, and it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and I guess I really have nothing to I have nothing to really say about it and critique on it, because thinking about it more deeply, if I mean, Star Trek finds a way to with its uh, sort of post scarcity mode of production, finds a way to create uh, these elements of sp- uh, suspense. And it kind of spins these plots. And um, that's obviously not the case here. But because it's not the case, that that really makes the story and I think the characters, especially if you've read the book, uh, more interesting. So I mean, yeah, yeah that's. Nah, I can't really say shit about that. So another point to uh, to uh, to Dune, I guess. Mm-hmm. Why well, <laughs> just
3: throwing a movie. plug? It's not in the movie. I'm just throwing a plug for a minute there. <laughs> that episode of Star Trek, we actually. Did a podcast about it on the Antifada with our friends at Swampside Chats. So check that out.
0: Oh, check that out. Also, I want to ask y'all a question, too, uh, because we were talking about aesthetics, too. Um, Just really quick, what did you guys think about the— Jamie was asking about the mode of production, and I mean— technology motor production go hand in hand what did you guys think about the technological representation of this far future one of the one of my favorite um vehicles i guess um in the film is the Ornithopter. i think i'm pro- pronouncing that right oh, so cool dude yeah. like it's a dra- it's a ship that functions like a dragonfly's wings like that i mean just the Take tech in the original it, I mean, original. It's original. Yeah, it's, it, dude. I love the I love the tech. I love the tech. I love that um some of those aesthetics. I also love the set design and the costume design, not just the desert, but just the way that people dress. Like it gave off this really if we're talking about being thrown back into the past, but in the far future, uh, Star, uh, Star Wars, actually. Uh, yeah. In the galaxy long time ago, far, far away type of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that the medieval type of dress, <laughs> man. Bless Jamie. Yeah. I love the medieval type <laughs> of dress. I loved all that. What did y'all think of the uh, the uh, costume design and the uh, technological aspects of the movie?
2: They really said drip or drown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they really did, though. <laughs> yeah, I was
3: going to say it had kind of a Star Wars vibe. And that it's like uh it feels both old and futuristic at the same time, yeah you know they complain in the movie that the technology they were left on the planet is old and shitty, but it still looks cool, but it's also kind of dusty and rusty and yeah. uh um, I don't know, I yeah. and yeah, the dragonfly helicopters two thumbs up for them
2: yeah. the fact you make it the fact you think it's like feels like star Wars is unironically not an accident and I don't mean that the movie designers made it that way it's because George Lucas was inspired by Dune oh shit okay
0: okay makes sense it was was
2: written like in 1968 69 Mm -hmm. Star Wars came out in 1977
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean shout out to George Lucas who just stole religiously (laughs) stole like it was his job from anyone that had a good idea I love it I, re- just, I really respect
0: that. I respect <laughs> it, too, man. it just it just happened to have like all of the uh, the things lined up there was yeah. a studio that was like hell yeah mm-hmm. uh, you wrote the script we'll give it to you. I mean like uh, that that's uh, the whole retro futuristic thing I do like a lot. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Yo, I do. I, I love that shit. I've been My
1: watching God. a bunch of movies with it because I sparked with. Um, I saw her. Uh, I saw her again. Great movie. Like last month. Oh, I love I that. I was month. like, whoa. I, I. And it was like, they're the futurism. Yeah, the movie is so good. I felt like such a fucking dweeb focusing on the very specific technical choices. But they're so fascinating.
2: Because well, like, the movie almost came out 10 years ago now. Yeah. And it's like,
1: there's no tech that made those decisions. Yeah. in, in, in uh, A 3D UI for your desktop that goes in instead of just... Flat pain, right? Was yeah, so yeah. fascinating. The phones, instead of them actually being phones, just like little yeah, uh, zoom like type things. You know, yeah, yeah. I uh I really I, and I've been fascinated with like choices that movies make about the way that tech looks, and I think retro tech mm-hmm. is really interesting because that's the closest you really get to genuine novel original tech depictions, right? Most mm-hmm. tech that we get today is just yeah. like here plus 10 years, here plus a hundred years, here plus a thousand years, instead of like, what if like in 1980, some dude made a different decision? Or what if in 1995, they made a different decision? Which is more interesting,
2: I think. Something that I saw in Dune that I thought was, uh, it really appealed to me, you know, as uh, something I've always kind of dreamed about in terms of my tech dreams, you know, like I I didn't get into software engineering just because I was like, it's a good job. There are some aspects of me that I find genuinely enjoyable. But in terms of, like, wild tech dreams, it's, like, what I really liked was, like, the hologram and, like, kind of, like the, the the voice, like, the AI teacher of sorts. Like, mm. that, that kind of describing, like, when it's, like, the way that the narrative device to describe, like, what spices, yeah, Yeah, like using yeah. Using it to, like, the, learn shit. Yeah, I, the exposition. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I love that concept and, like, you know, he's, like, using it to, like, understand, like, I think it was, like, explain, like, the worms or, like, mm. when he was almost killed by, like, that, by that about that drone thing yeah like like there was like this huge like you know hologram that was going on I think that's like really cool and mm-hmm. I think that's something that you know a lot of people who you know talk about like say virtual reality or augmented reality get wrong I think that's an example of it being done right because I think you know to the, to the, to the point of like you know people want to try to think of we can just like uh we're going to escape this fact that we as humans will want to interact with things with our hands yes that's why like something like smartphones makes sense whereas something like like oh yeah i'm gonna put on these goggles yeah
0: yeah you want something that you know what that's a really good point because i think that i think that this film in terms of like again the depiction of technology and um star trek actually doesn't do this very well um, even though, I mean, obviously in the '80s and I guess retro futuristic, um, this film makes all the tech look organic. And again, I have mm-hmm. to bring up that ornithopter thing, man. Like, I mean, even like you were saying, Jorge, like that little drone device or whatever that like yeah. tries to like kind of uh, uh, kill Paul or whatever. Like that looks like a bug, right? Like right. the tech looks very in the film mostly. It either like Jamie said, it looks worn and dusted and antique. Or it looks, v- like, futuristic to the point that there's this melding between the organic and the inorganic. Right. Mm-hmm. And I really, really like that a lot. It um, feels alive. It feels alive, and it kind of feels also just more like—I mean, whereas Star Trek is like, you know—and again, like, there's— Reasons for it set in the 80s, also just uh, budget uh, constrictions. But I mean, like, I feel like watching that, I'm like, yo, this is what motherfuckers in the 40s or the 50s thought the future would look like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the retrofuturistic design, I really do. And this film definitely does have retrofuturistic elements, like Edward, you were saying, but it also manages to meld that organic and inorganic, right? Which, to me, seems more realistic. As you were saying, Jorge, it's like, no, we're not just going to add... We're not just going to turn, like Minority Report did, right? Um, Mm -hmm. We're not just going to turn... Uh, which smartphones didn't exist at the time, but I guess they right. figured that everything, handheld devices would be a plane of glass, right? right. I actually liked the Hurt thing more, it was like, no, it won't be a plane of glass that can slip out of your pocket and shatter into a million pieces. It'll be like this little square rectangular device, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, or it could be something that, instead of you wearing it, I mean, I don't know, man, maybe it pops out of your palm. Like, I don't know. It just feels more... Uh, Not believable or realistic. Uh, I just like it more aesthetically, I guess.
3: Shout out to the iPhone note. This is going to be a tangent that nobody has to follow up on if you don't want to. Uh, You know, I know we all have a love-hate relationship with our iPhones. I will say uh, something kind of miraculous happened with mine over the weekend, which is that (laughs) I was preparing a uh, tortilla española for everybody at uh, my cabin trip. Right. That's what it's like. It's like a quiche. Right. It's got like potatoes and onions and eggs in it. I dropped my phone in the egg mixture that I had already beaten till it was frothy. And I was like, oh, no, I fished it out. I wiped off the eggs and it still works. And I was like, oh, good job, iPhone. And then I was like. (laughs) And then I was like, do I, do I make new eggs? And my friend was (laughs) like, no, 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 don't worry about it. You could just wait to tell them your secret until after they've already eaten it and they're all peaking on acid and then they're going to think it's really funny. So that's what I did. And they did think it was funny. And shout out to my iPhone for still working.
0: You that that feels like yeah sorry if the my my nephew's up <laughs> and crying right now, so I hope you guys can't hear that. But um but let's like you that was like an iPhone commercial, man. You did the iPhone commercial thing. <laughs> you know what I'm oh saying? God. <laughs> like there's the iPhone commercial where the dudes cooking and spilling grease and oh all types no. of shit over his phone and, and then. this episode of
2: the is sponsored by Apple, everybody. Oh, <laughs> no. You can't
1: drop it in the commercial. They never acknowledge the fact that like if you drop the phone it will shatter into a million Oh days immediately. Days. Well
3: <laughs> I think it was more like shout out to eggs.
0: Really? because if <laughs> i had dropped it in water dairy. <laughs> if if Jamie, you know, <laughs> wait jb can you you're you know like i mean if i'm divulging too much personal health information you're aren't you like lactose and you eggs, can't eat dairy eggs, can are,
3: eggs are not dairy
0: that's true they classified as dairy but it's not dairy controversial
3: topic That's
0: a big-ass lie that you learn when you're, like, five years old. They tell you that shit is dairy. It's not fucking dairy, man. They are not. It doesn't doesn't come from a cow.
2: There's no no lactose lactose in
3: an egg. And actually, these eggs were incredibly free-range because they had chickens at the Airbnb. And we could go go get the eggs from the chickens, and it was really fun. Half the
2: time, free-range eggs are actually just... Those companies lie. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, a lie. It, almost all the time when there's a label, when there's an ethical label, you know, Oh, it's a lie.
0: It's like it's, it's like week. when I I buy American Spirits a turquoise and they tell me they're organic cigarettes, which I'm like, okay, aren't all cigarettes <laughs> organic? But <laughs> <organic? laughs> what does right. even fucking mean, dude? It's right. a cigarette, dude. I don't fucking care. Um, yeah,
1: it's yeah. it's <laughs> wild. When I used to smoke spirits, I used to love the blue packs. I'd be like, I don't care, dude. I'll smoke <laughs> it even if you tell me exactly what's in it.
2: and this is an example example of negation of a negation (laughs) (laughs) i remember i went to europe i remember i went to europe
1: (laughs) this is about the i quit around this time but it wasn't because of the pictures and I was looking at the pictures of lungs, and I'm like pulling out the cigarette, like, damn, that's crazy. They just do that here. They just put the pictures
0: of, of oh yeah, like, like, like you like gums bleeding that. and shit like that, dude. Yeah, and yeah, it's no, like, bro,
3: and people do not people, we're like, we're like, do not, people do not care.
0: Juicing, <laughs> juicing on the box, cigarettes kill. Yeah. Like yeah. I know, that's why I'm smoking. I know. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I smoke because I'm hoping for an early death. No, I quit. <laughs> I'm sick. I'm sick again, so I quit Jay's again. Got the
0: voice.
2: Not
3: not, not a dude Uh, Uh, I will say I'm happy Now I understand that meme That my friends were all texting Like a month ago You uh, know Where she's like Use the voice And then it's And then it's Jerry Seinfeld Doing like the (laughs) belly voice Like Hello
0: (laughs) Now I I I get it I will say that actually uh, You made me think about it JV I remember that When this film was again coming out There was a There was one tweet where the person said that this film is unmemable, right? Which I don't even oh, know. Yeah, dude. Like, did you guys did you guys remember seeing it? It was like a tweet no, that kind of went viral. Think a little bit. I
3: think I know. Oh, all right. I think I know what they're talking about because the movie does take itself very seriously.
0: Okay, but the eyes are eye. The, the, before you go, ahead, the Oscar Isaac scene where he has he bites into the thing. Yeah. Where it's like, what is what is the the subtitle says like crunches tooth? Yeah. Bro, yeah. I was using that shit all the time <laughs> yo like, when people would just say shit that was just insane like if you guys ever seen it? it's the it's oh, like the yeah, other yeah. it's like the other screen cap from that film with um god with robert pattinson and fucking um the lighthouse i think man oh, there's okay. that scene yeah, i literally
3: just watched
0: that Wait, what's the what's the guy's name that i'm thinking of man william yeah, defoe yeah there's a scene where he's like bearded and he I'm just part like he's kind of passed out just like and I use that shit every time when somebody says something that's funny, or I'm like, I'm dead. And like, I was doing the same thing with the Oscar Isaac shit, dude. Like, I think Eli Valley, actually, shout out to Eli Valley, was the first person who used that meme. And like, it was just like crunch his tooth. And I'm like, bro, like, this movie, I get it. It's not memeable because it takes itself very seriously. But I mean, like, come on. Oh, I, don't maybe, know. I, I, I saw like so many memes from that movie. movie. I think it was
1: memeable. I mean, you yeah. had the fucking Maya, you had <laughs> it, people using it, it, like the that the mentat. Uh, you like, had people using the image of the Baron coming out of the sludge being like Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes you yes know. yes I, my, one of my favorites was like someone making fun of NFTs they're like my apes yeah yeah yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. There, there was also the one there's also what I saw where it's my like um, somebody somebody took the subtitles and you know when Oscar Isaac's character says to Paul we need desert power yeah. somebody was like we need pussy power but they like <laughs> they did the subtitle where it was like perfectly looked like it could have been from the film but I was like okay bro like I might go back and watch the movie because you guys are making it's enjoyable because of the
2: memes. You know what I mean? George, Dick Cheney having a conversation with George W. Bush as to why, when you go to Iraq, we need desert power. <laughs>
0: Yo, bro, if I could do meme shit with Photoshop, I would do that. Oh my god. That. Yo,
1: if I, if I could use Photoshop, I would have been suspended. <laughs> I could have been suspended. <laughs> That's one reason I haven't learned.
0: <laughs> you it. Now <laughs> I want you to learn. <laughs> go out in a blaze of glory, it would be great, but i but I guess too like on that tip, then I guess like uh, what do y'all what do you guys think about um like if if someone can pose the question that this this film isn't memeable, then that has something to say about how serious it is, like Jamie, you said this film takes itself very seriously, um, I don't know, man, like I guess. I guess I enjoy that, or I can respect that, because there's a lot of stuff that I watch now where I feel like, because of my... I mean, ir- so Lord I mean, Lord the Lord
2: of the Rings take it so very seriously. Lord of
0: Lord the Rings, and Star Trek does too, and I enjoy and they're that they're all sort very of- memeable shows. In fact, yeah,
2: yeah. something that is memeable, unless it's a comedy, if it's something that's not a comedy, the way it has a lot of memes, it's because it takes it so seriously.
0: Exactly. Yeah, Which not- is why people can meme it. Exactly. What can yeah. you not meme? Yeah, I feel like you can meme everything.
2: I mean, yeah,
0: meme. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, there's no movie or show that I can think of that you can't meme. I mean, even something as kind of dark as Breaking Bad. I mean, there are tons of memes for that. And I mean, I guess my point too, thinking about it, is like I I like Sopranos. Sopranos, yes. I mean, dude, their Soprano memes are. I mean, some of the funniest. The Sopranos <laughs> is also a very funny show, though. That's to be fair. It is a very funny show. It is funny. I mean, I like the. See, the, the drama I have with this film, there are aspects of it I like. Like, I like that it took itself seriously. Like, I really do, because I'm watching, like, a lot of shit now, well, or have watched a lot of stuff, and especially being online, where I'm, like, irony-poisoned, you know what I mean? Where everything is, like, a fucking joke. And it's, like, nice to watch, like, Star Trek, for example, where it's very sincere in its um, optimism, you know? It's very sincere in its kind of moralizing. And I don't even want to say moralizing pejoratively, like— the, the, the show, I mean, I know people have called it West Wing in space, but no, fuck that. The show came out before the West Wing. Um, yeah. it's, it's sincere in a good way. And this movie, even if I didn't like certain aspects of it, like the length, um, also hated the fact that Zendaya, because I feel like I watched it mostly for the space shit in Zendaya and she came in at like the last 30 minutes. Um, but I was like, dude, like, yeah, it should be an epic like film. It should Take itself seriously It's dealing with serious issues It doesn't have to be Like a fucking Marvel film It doesn't have to be sorkinized, You know So I did enjoy that There are just the Other things I didn't like So
2: yeah. I mean, Could you imagine If this movie was sorkinized? It's like It's like It's like, it's like uh, Paul's dad Just like We need desert power And then Paul's um Weird wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gonna be It's gonna be well, what, a, do, it's, what do the Fremen
0: need <laughs> What do the Fremen need though It's gonna be a, a long It's gonna be a long Take of them Just walking through The desert like, instead of walking through a hallway, they're just walking right. through the desert. Yeah. Just there's the a scene where... But they're
3: walking in the weird way that they have to walk.
0: Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He meets also, with the like a- emperor, and he, like, gives him a very long list <laughs> yeah, of reasons yeah, yeah. why you can't actually... <laughs> Kill him in a secret coup conspiracy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He gives a speech and changes everyone's mind. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if it was Sorknaz, the whole movie would have been like a three hour speech.
1: It's so funny because, you know, (laughs) they do this shit in in a bunch. I th- I was thinking recently and talking with a friend about how like you know that that talking shit they do that all the time in anime you know mm-hmm. like talk no Jutsu is is a meme where it's like a character will have a long speech with someone and yeah, yeah it's a villain and they'll convert mm-hmm. but like you do that shit you do that shit in TV and it's a, it's horrible it's a no what the like yeah. no one does it well and yet yeah. I almost all my favorite shows they have that at least like once every main arc and it feels a lot better and it's like maybe I don't know maybe Sorkin should just watch some anime you know and figure out <laughs> yeah just watch some <laughs> Dragon Ball Z where they like
0: talk for
2: like 20 minutes and the last yeah. 5 minutes care- is care- care- careful careful there <laughs> you, might, you, you might have the worst outcome and then just Sorkin makes an anime
0: no.
3: Oh, God. Oh, no,
0: God! If you made an anime, it'd probably be like a fucking anime of the Obama administration. Or
1: something
0: like that, man, like, <laughs> it, like, never died. it, it died would be. Divorced. It
3: would be like the the Marx anime. Only Obama would be the Marx figure.
0: Bruh, <laughs> 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 you just reminded yeah. me. I need to watch no, no. that too. I feel. I
2: feel like it'd be something like not even that. It'd be like. Like you make it like about the Clinton administration.
1: Yeah, yeah. Remember, remember the book that him and uh, Biden wrote together, "Hope Never Dies." I don't even know what the fuck it's about, but it's like it's. Amer- I know Sorkin? it's about, uh, no, not Sorkin, but Obama and Biden, and like oh no, what not Obama and Pat- Biden. Pat- Pat-
0: Patterson? Patterson? you talking James about the the yeah, yes, Clinton.
2: I remember that Clinton
0: and Patterson. Oh, no, It was, oh, yeah. it was with Obama it. and Same Biden. Did. Teamed up in the book and Patterson
2: wrote it where they teamed up yeah. and like did some spy oh, right. shit and saved yeah, the like right, country. Right, right.
3: Obama yeah, and right. Biden are his marks
2: and Engels. Yeah. I, ta- I thought you were talking about that that book that, that, that fiction novel that Bill Clinton wrote.
1: I didn't know Bill Clinton also wrote one and I'm not gonna uh, read it. No, <laughs>
3: Hillary Hillary wrote a fiction novel where they she's can, like they very obviously they the speak, main character. You know,
2: what if we... What if
0: we review these... No, <laughs> <laughs> well, yo, Jamie, 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 and uh, Jamie, me, and Dre uh, already did uh We did that Obama book, so... Too uh, soon. Uh, too yeah, soon. Yeah, too soon, man. And I just so, did West Wing with uh, Josh and Dave the other day, so I'm fucking... West Wing? Else's you know, when you do the second
1: uh, memoir, I would love to join you for that, because that's coming out. Oh, yeah, it's supposed to come out. Yeah. I wonder who wrote
3: write that one. Wasn't it... Was it Trill Phillies that read the uh the hillary clinton fiction novel where she's like very obviously the main character is based Uh, on herself
0: i'm not sure but i fucking i'm happy i wasn't on for that episode man there's also a book where she (laughs) either won she either became president or like
1: never ran for president i don't know what the it was some it was some fanfic that was like that
0: and it was just raw it was called raw
1: so, oh yes! I know what she's talking about.
0: Yes, yes! Jesus fucking Christ! Uh, <sighs> God, I did <laughs> <laughs> oh, show
3: And I read Hillary Clinton's whole book a few years back as well. The book title: What Happened. Oh, I got that. I got that sitting on too. my
0: shelf, like back there. Like, I'm, oh, I bought it. I drink.
3: love to torture myself. Is the moral? That I do funny. love though the parts of
1: that book sometimes where she, where Donna Brazil's like. So I was drunk as shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was
1: crying so I was, in the club. What I was as hell? drunk as shit <laughs> in this meeting, <laughs> and I was angry. <laughs> it's, there are parts uh, where she doesn't realize she's documenting like a very deeply corrupt thing, and she was. But then the other parts where she's like, "That's why I was drinking."
2: That's why I was drinking because we just killed a bunch of kids. Like, yeah, dude. um. I, was, I, was, I feel it's, like it's honest. That's an honest human reaction as opposed to like the shit that like, Hillary Clinton or Obama do, which is like, well, uh, I'm going to go do something else now. Oh, that was really good, Hillary. That was really good.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> really like, Obama.
2: I looked it up it the go. book,
0: and it is is, it?
1: uh, it's a book where... I'd imagines a world in where Hillary Clinton never
0: married Bill and instead yes Rodham that's what it's called oh hell yes. yeah yes, yes, that yes.
3: sounds good too but this one is good because it's by Hillary and you get a little glimpse into her pathology
0: they're all they're all serial killers that's man sick. they're yeah. writing the diaries of serial killers but um
2: and going back to Dune
0: yes going
2: back to Dune this is what we're seeing with the progression of this trilogy yeah. The creation of, of, of Someone like these people Yes On a galactic scale Well well. So Ed Let me ask you
0: a question then man um, So Okay so We I mean obviously Like unless you guys Have any more well, I'll ask a question anyway If we have any more uh, Comments about the film itself Of this film um, You know we can make them But I'm going to like I'm now, I'm getting into like I'm co- I'm hosting this podcast. Uh, I'm getting into like that mode now. But um, I want that's to ask- totally
3: all right, man. You can come back anytime you want.
0: I, I I'll uh, we'll we'll talk after. I, I would hope to. Uh, I really would hope to. But um, what we So like Ed, you said that Paul's character in the novel, he is not. He's initially not a hero, and then throughout the throughout the series. Um, He ends up not living up to the expectation, the lofty expectations um, that, uh, you know, everyone in the book expects of him. Right. Um, And you I think you were saying that would it be difficult for the movies to do this? Because audiences I mean, obviously, there's like the A and B testing where audiences are shown a film before it comes out and then. We know this from like... I mean, there are a lot of films. I Am Legend, for example, is one of the films I can remember where the original ending was supposed to be um, bleak as fuck, right? But people watched it, like the the test audience, and they didn't like it, so they changed the ending. Um, do you think that the filmmakers will embark on this kind of story of Paul failing to um, to live up to his expectations, or do you think they'll change his story as the, as the films progress because it's just not something that people might want to see. You, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. No,
1: I think from everything I've heard about Denny, he's a he's a fanatic about Doom. Uh, he oh, read it when he was a kid that. and he has um, he already agreed to do the next book and adapt mm. it. I don't even think they asked him to and he said he was he wants to do it. Mm. Um and you can't really do the next book because it's part of an initial trilogy, so you have to do the third book. So, like, I can see how he eventually just does a good chunk of the series. But, um, you know, part of the reason why I always think it's hard to adapt, but maybe he could do it, if, and why it would require someone who, to be fanatic about the series is because, you know, the, the trick that the, that the story pulls is you sympathizing and you following and you being inside of Paul's head so long yeah yeah you know that you don't really get a chance except in flashes to see or think oh like maybe someone shouldn't be a god like Mm -hmm. that just because you followed someone around and you're in their head and like you trust them in this instance and you sympathize with them and doesn't mean they get to be a god and that is like the great i think that's like one of the really good and fascinating and like unbeatable things about the series the main character you're introduced to, built up as a hero, by the, by the end of his character arc, like three books in, has killed tens of billions, hundreds of billions of people, Jeez. has destroyed countless worlds, like is, is a dictator essentially, and realizes that if he wants to save humanity, because he has a vision about humanity going extinct, he has to kill even more people and do even more horrible things. Mm. And so tr- tr- having to choose between doing that... hard choices as hillary clinton runs away yeah right (laughs) he runs away and so it's like okay a character who was built up as a guy oh yeah i mean paul kills billions of of people you know a lot of spoilers but it's like by that that's that message that he's trying to instill in the books is like you can't you should never ever trust someone with power because Hmm. you always get power at other people's expenses uh other people's expense but to do that sort of narrative trick in the movies would be a bit of a hard one unless he does the subsequent films and does little hints of it, like, Mm. because, uh, I mean, you can do it. I mean, you just really need to establish just, I think it's, I don't think it's too hard to establish. I just wonder if, like, a filmmaker like him would trust the audience to do it because I think there's a lot of incentives to to think that the audience is dumber than it really is. To think that people won't get it or fear backlash, but, yeah. you know, if you just yeah. stick to your guns, you can tell this really powerful story about how um, a bunch of people trusted this kid with power because he seemed like a good kid, because he was raised in a good family. And, because and look people.
3: how cute he is. Come on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yo, know, look yeah. how cute Timothy Sheldon is. You Shower trust was. that face. And then he turns around, and because of the power, it's not even so much about him, it's just because of how much power he has, he ends up killing and destroying countless mm-hmm. people's see, lives. See, so,
2: so are you saying we're going to see... Twink Space Hitler. (laughs) One of of the funniest
1: things I was seeing from people who read the books were like, I don't believe this dude kills 50 billion people. I have no way that this link did that. And so, I mean, like, <laughs> because he does, in the you know, so maybe, maybe we see Twink Space Hitler. I, that's never
3: who you expect, or <laughs> you know, it's everybody who has that kind of power. I guess is the point. I don't know. I, really, I,
2: I remember the quote by like I think I was looking looking at it before before we started recording. It was like by Frank Herbert. I think I think he the way he specifically says it is like to what you know Edward was saying. It's basically like something along the lines of this. Criticizing a what he described as a human tendency of trusting charismatic leaders. Yeah. Like you shouldn't. Like no one. Like all the yeah. executive decisions should not be behind a charismatic leader.
0: Which you know what I will say that uh you know he, uh, Frank Herbert as you said that he was a conservative right but this, we're talking about like the sixties right? right I will say though that like uh, if we're going on again a cultural Marxist kind of tip that um that is a very like materialist I mean the it's a very materialist sort of framework right at least like the movie is based in right yeah. obviously this contestation over power and resources and XY and Z but also like it's sort of a rejection of the individualism that liberalism you know mm-hmm. um, likes to kind of put forth right where it's yeah, like right. no like we care like you were saying the charismatic leaders are people that should not be trusted right because it is their charisma which allows them, right, to get away with the evil shit that they do. I mean, look
2: at Trump. Trump is fucking hilarious.
0: Dude, I mean, it it got me thinking of, like, how people, I mean, this is another show again, but Game of Thrones, how people were like, oh, yeah, I'm a Khaleesi or whatever, you know? And it's like, Uh. yo, all the libs would watch that show, and it's like, forget the fact at the end of the episode, the end of the series, she flies a fucking dragon and torches an entire town. People are naming their fucking kids Khaleesi and shit. And I'm just like, yo, did you not watch this and understand that, like it's not a good thing to put one person in the position of power the in place the, like subtext. This. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, the subtext. Yeah, right. Whether they're
3: charismatic or not is the point. When yeah. is the people the people gotta be in charge? Yeah. I mean, and that's the point that I took from it. But exactly. I would. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's also like even if he has good intention, which he you know, he might. But also another thing that gets honed in here a little bit, and then the books, is like also fucking kid, he doesn't know what he wants. It's Why the just because his dad was an honorable guy doesn't mean he's gonna be like suddenly once he becomes a god
0: and he doesn't really want to be i mean he doesn't want to be either right it's It's like like kind of falling into this role that like Mm -hmm. he's not what do y'all okay so what do y'all think that like uh, uh from a socialist point of view right um you know i'm like looking at the fremen you know as the the the, the oppressed like peoples in this this movie or i guess in the series who have they're the ones that are on this like world that has this like a uh, value valuable resource right mm-hmm. bro like i mean why couldn't the fremen and their little what's the word for it they call them their little uh what's what's the term for like they have i guess like a I forget the term for it, but like there are like uh, a couple hundred of them or a a thousand of them, and they're little like uh, um, communities, I guess. I forget the word Uh, that the film. Yes, yes. yes. I'm like, bro, like, why wouldn't they all get together, right? Like, they all like form like Voltron and just kick House Atreides and uh, House Harkonnen the fuck out.
2: Like, the the person you have to blame is the Benny Jesuit, because the uh, Benny Jesuit were giving them like the. You know, the ideology of like, oh, there's gonna be the savior, the Kwisatz Haderach, like, of like mm-hmm. the So, so. Well,
3: they fell for it too.
2: Well, I mean, so I think part of it too, I think is like, you know, and it's kind of. There's like a criticism about the Dune plot, plot line, which I think is accurate, but you kind of like where, where the series goes, and I think the point of the. the it's like, you know, the criticism had is like, oh, well, this is like a white savior plot. Yeah. But to to Ed's point about like where it goes, it's like, well, actually, it's like a criticism of it. Yeah. As yeah, because
3: well. yeah. 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 Yeah, nothing good comes of it, right? Spoiler yeah. alert.
0: Yeah, except a bunch of dead people. And like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the power of it is that everyone falls for that.
1: No matter that, so many people don't want white saviors. So many people talk about how we don't need the hero story. Mm-hmm. But once you give them a little bit of it, they jump for it immediately. And that's
2: all it really took for him to just... Bro, bro it's different. It's different this time, bro. It's going to be different
1: this time. <laughs> bro, you don't understand. I lived okay. with the Fremen for seven years. we got
0: pussy please, power, bro. It's please. different, man. It's be fun. <laughs> I'm shy. Lung. Okay. Lug. Yeah. okay.
2: Okay, well so, so before before I ask all of us to to rate the movie, yeah, I have one last thing I want to say before mm-hmm. we before we're kind of done, which is um um totally forgot. Oh my god. Oh, no. um, oh
0: man. No 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 no! no. Like cut that part it? out. <laughs> Damn man! Like now I want to I want to just throw shit out there like charades no, and just no, be like no, is it's this. Totally, <laughs> it's totally- It's totally
3: gone. Um, You think about it. I've got a Jason Momoa story that I want to tell.
1: Oh, yeah. One one thing I will say as a sidebar for Jason Momoa is the books in every single book, Duncan Idaho is in every single (laughs) book, and they span thousands of years. So, uh, bro, maybe... why is this
0: man's name? Now you know I'm not even gonna go to this one. <laughs> Whatever, bro. <laughs> Whatever, so, bro it's fine. I don't
1: know. Someone didn't tell Jason Momoa that he just signed like a 20 year contract.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, to play Doug yeah. <laughs> Knight. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I feel
3: definitely. like he was born to play this role. Honestly, so... Yeah. I mean, what else is he going to— He's just going mean, to play, like, the play same Aquaman guy anymore. in a different <laughs>
0: movie. He ain't going to play Aquaman in, like, one more movie, and that's probably it before the DCEU collapses. So, yeah, let's let him play— uh, Yeah. Duncan it's always- Idaho in the year 10,000. I don't. No, why not? In the year ten thousand. Oh. All right. Whatever. It's fine. Okay.
2: Oh, I, I, just, I just remember. It. I just remember. It. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. But, 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 but Jamie, Jamie said it's a story, though. But I remember it now. I'm Okay.
3: It you write that down. I know how your brain works. is my brain works similarly. Um, okay. So I was visiting my friend in Hawaii. Right. Um, I did not know, by the way, that there were like problematic things about going to Hawaii. I just needed to visit my best friend, and she moved <laughs> to Hawaii to go be a witch there. Okay. So I was in fucking Hawaii and uh, she, like, my friend texted me. She's like, oh my God, Jason Momoa is at the restaurant, at the restaurant where she works. And I was like, oh, cool. I get to meet the most famous Hawaiian person <laughs> on my very brief trip there. This is and cool. Him actor. So, yeah. So he was there with his little entourage. You know, they kept the restaurant open late for them. They, like, called ahead. It was kind of a small place. Uh, People get wasted early in small-town Hawaii, so there was a fight around, like, 10 o'clock. Nice. Uh, a local and a Hawaiian were getting into it, or someone, someone who lived there and someone who was a local and a Hawaiian. Someone who lived there and someone who was just a tourist. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone made someone else's girlfriend. Someone insulted someone's girlfriend or something. And the guys, like, took it out. They took it outside. And the one guy had the other guy on the ground and he was fucking on top of him. Mm-hmm. And everyone, like, comes out to kind of kind of watch, right? Jason Momoa fucking goes, sees what's happening, pulls the guy off the other guy and was like, yo, chill. And broke up the fucking fight. Use he and he's huge, right? Oh, so God. he's like using only his giant muscles and maybe a little bit of like, oh holy shit, is that Jason Momoa? Mm-hmm. And he was so proud of himself after that. And I was like, damn, that was a cool last night in Hawaii to end my vacation on. And then I asked him if I could take a picture with him, because obviously that's I mean, what I want to do. Jason with, Momoa, I mean. With I'll with take and he said, he said, I don't do pictures, but I'll give you a hug. And I was like, fine. I respect that. I took it. Because, you know, if he does one, then that's what he's going to be doing for the rest yeah. of the night. I've never said no when someone wants to take a picture with me. That's but true. But I Jason am and Moa, about point zero 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 one percent as famous as him. So maybe at some point it gets old. I don't know. But I did. I did get a he, he gave a nice hug. I got in there. And I was like, this man could kill me with his bare hands if he wanted to.
0: <laughs> that's that's it's always refreshing like uh like when I cause you hear anecdotes about celebrities that uh not at all are I mean, obviously, they're celebrities, like they're people and whatever character that they play has nothing to do with who they are as a person. But it's always cool when you hear like cool stories about people like Keanu Reeves doing cool mm-hmm. shit where it's like, oh, dude, you are the person that I thought you were when I watched Aquaman. Exactly. <laughs> You're a superhero. Yeah.
3: yeah. A little but, bit. I mean, look, when you have muscles like that, you can use them for multiple things. You can use them to look cool in movies. And you can also use them to break up fights. They're
0: useful. They are are. useful.
3: Maybe I will have some someday. Mm -hmm. I don't think
0: so. But you never know. Someday. Believe
3: (laughs) in
2: yourself.
0: That's all that you got to
2: do. So talking about muscle, so last thing I want to know before I ask everyone (laughs) to rate the movie is, um, you know, how likely do you think that, like, you know, if, if we talked about Timothy Chalamet being like, you know, this... As, as Paul Trades like mm. you know, winks Space Hitler, eventually, how likely do you think it is, like in the in the in the after credit scene of the third movie, it, it, we 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 you know, arise this base Stalin? How likely do we think that happens?
0: Oh so, boy! Wait, wait, say wait, say it again, say the last part again. I hear it. It's like how
2: likely do we think that, like you know, in the, as an after credit scene, mm. kind of reveals, like all right, we got we got ourselves a a uh, 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 contender of space
0: Stalin Oh, like okay, like a like a like a
2: opposed, yeah, Like yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh I mean who was in show that'd be interesting.
3: I mean, look, if you wanna be uh left about it, I feel like they're pointing to sort of some kind of Marxist-Leninist national liberation struggle on the part of the uh the Fremen. And I think we've seen throughout history State socialism does lead to some kind of Stalinist authoritarianism. So, yeah, that would make total sense. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so good. Okay, good.
0: Mm-hmm. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me, on that tip then, or is there, is there not a character in, uh, I mean, I know in the movie there is a character, there's the big tall guy, I guess, you know, um, also there's that fight at the end whatever. So is there the a character, man? yeah, is there, is there a character in the series that is diametrically opposed Uh, To like the the, I guess The Jedi To the Sith That is Paul Is there a character like that That contends for that power And influence as well There is (coughs)
1: Paul's not the only one They were breeding To give birth To their the Bene Gesserit have been trying to give birth to a male Bene Gesserit for a long time. Hmm. Paul, as a woman, was supposed to give birth to that one. But they also have others that are possibilities. And in the second half of the movie, he is going to fight the other one, the one he was supposed to be married off to. Okay. Um, But throughout the series, the only one who really comes close to Paul is his son, who does what his father was too scared to do, which is like... Be an even bigger fascist to save humanity.
0: Twink space this Hitler
1: story. Okay. Yeah. To be an even bigger space Hitler. I mean, like, it's insane. He, uh, yeah, he turns himself into a giant worm and all this other shit. Um, what? that's, that's, but that's
2: so m- that probably not going to get filmed. So, <laughs> okay, but I'm going to so shell that, until it does. So, is that what you meant by demonically horny? Oh, <laughs> I mean, no. Actually, there's literally a
1: scene in that book where, um, a character is watching someone climb, and they and they orgasm just by watching this person climb. <laughs> Yo, that it's, is the it's, horniest it's, shit ever, bro! Like, and it's he, like
0: he's just sitting at his desk at the typewriter, just know, like, hmm.
1: You read the scene and you think, oh, like they're just—he's just gonna describe someone getting horny watching someone climb. He probably went no. No 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 no, no, no,
0: no, 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 no! Climaxes <laughs> while someone is uh, ascending a like climax, a very
1: intense yeah. orgasm, like really, really intense. Watching
2: someone climb. Yes. As an apprentice, like recently, re- recent, recently becoming familiar of a, of white anthropology, I'm shook. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god yeah. right. Okay so So I don't
2: right. no, no, what, what do we think of the movie What do we want to rate it We always rate the movies At the end Of these episodes <laughs> 1 to
3: 10 Or
2: yeah, 1 to 10 Let's do it 1 to 10 <laughs>
0: Alright <laughs> <laughs> Out of 5 Out of 5 Out of 5 is, 10 is 10 is I feel like 10 is a uh, Okay out of 10 Out of 10 right. I'll give it a uh, I give it six and a half Shah Haluds out of out of ten. That's what I'll do. Okay, well,
3: that's pretty high
0: for a movie. You wanted to fight? Oh, I mean, like the, I only—if it wasn't for the show, I would have never watched that movie again. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it, and I was a—it uh, uh, was kind of like when I saw Resurrections for the first time. Um, I wasn't stoned enough, uh, and I enjoyed it much more than this film. I enjoyed mm-hmm. this film a little bit more on the second rewatch. Uh, okay, uh, okay. Kind of, you know, being a little, a little bit high. So, uh, yeah, six and a half uh, Shah Haluds out of out of ten.
2: What do you think, Jamie?
3: I'll give it a solid seven. Bad. I watched it. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was fine.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, that's like a C. Yeah. Maybe, maybe C+. It's like a C, yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I yeah, watched yeah. it. It did its job. I had something to oh, do man. when Ten. I was too tired yeah, to read, but to not time to go to bed yet. So, yeah. Mm. Great. That's all mm-hmm. I ask of a movie.
1: What okay. do you think, Ed? Ten
0: out of ten. Ten, 10 out of ten. 10. I have all one right.
1: role on this planet, and it's to chill until they do. God, it's bruh. <laughs> all,
0: right, all right, man. Like when the second one comes out, we'll we'll see each other on the TL, yeah, man. No, because I I, I, I still, I mean, I still have so many. Uh, you know what? I am just going to. Uh, I'm going to wait for the director's cut, and when it's like a five hour movie. Um, you know, then I'll probably, uh, I'll revise my, uh, well, it'll be a new movie, so I'll have to revise my rating, but I'll, I'll wait, uh, before I give up on Dune, the Um, franchise. Until the cut comes out? I have have a lot of criticism too,
1: you know, like I think, like I was saying, I think Leslie's, you know, criticism from Struggle Session are pretty much like right on the head, Right. Hmm. But I'm just gonna shill until I get what I want.
0: <laughs> it's like with me. It's like with me and Batman, man. Like, I mean, I will never not watch or love a Batman film. Um, that is my role. I'm here to shill for Bruce Wayne, uh, aka so, the Dark Knight. So I get it. I get it.
2: So I so two things I will say. One, my rating is I think like like an eight, eight and a half. I, okay. from the highest rating I gave a film on on this series so oh, far. Yeah. Um, but the other thing too is I, I mean, listen. We can have our favorite characters, but I find it a little bit suspicious that so-called communist Aaron mm-hmm. fans a billionaire. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> wait, wait, wait Who, is,
2: who, who am I standing As a billionaire Wait, hold on, hold on man, A man, billionaire man.
3: Vigilante oh, listen, man. Uh, listen, bro
0: Listen y- Yes, Batman's a billionaire um, Yes, he's a sociopath Who beats up uh, uh, Mentally ill people At he's 3 He's basically m.
3: like Those guardian angels
2: people Yeah He, yeah, he is, he is Michael Bloomberg Did that for us I would for, have a hobby If I lived
0: in that city that <laughs> <Yeah. is>. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he could break your legs For oh buying so like, God, like God. Not know. even that. sell him But buy the eighth of weed He'll so break yeah, your fucking you legs I will not even jaywalk <laughs> Listen, I will say this uh, uh, At least his movies are more entertaining and, uh, I've never fell asleep watching a Batman film um, And again uh, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give the second one a shot, man Now that I guess this one was successful enough For them to do a second one And now that I've already seen Kind of like the setup Yeah, I'll watch the second one And probably like it a lot more um, But I mean, it wasn't there There were worse movies that came out last year So eh, it was alright, I guess yeah. all, right. all things considered
2: so what do we want to plug, Ed, Aaron? Go ahead, Eddie, you can go first. Uh, I just got my podcast.
3: For, for our 20 paid subscribers who are listening to this right now. Well, this will be free. Oh, is it? I mean, I Okay, so. I never mind. I take it back. <laughs> Usually cultural Marxism is a premium offering, but I guess with the return of Aaron and whatnot... Yeah. We should
0: make it free. Yeah, with me with me and Ed uh, uh which we didn't argue that much. But go ahead, Ed I'll let you I'll let you plug your shit.
1: Yeah. You know, uh This Machine Kills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um my podcast with Jason Sadowski and Jeremy. Um with Jason Sadegis? Oh Sadowski No, just just kidding. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. I was like
2: oh.
1: That'd be pretty cool, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Then I write a lot of advice. Uh, Stay tuned for a big crypto feature I've been working on for a a long time about a really stupid fucking game I hate so much. Oh, I hate so much. It's a crypto game and I'm so happy it's over that I'm, I don't have to write about it anymore. I'm just finishing a, up my edits. A
0: crypto game. That sounds that sounds evil. It is. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs>
3: I don't know how you handle writing about shit you hate all the time. And I, I don't know if I could deal with that.
1: I, I got a lot of uh, hate is a really good motivator
2: for me. I'm a hater. <laughs> Yo, <that's laughs> I'm a player. Hater. That's what yeah. it comes down to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you, you thrive I'm, on the raid. I am. My hater is
1: I think you have to have, you have to have a little bit of it, or else I would go mad. Um, and also, it's fun. It's kind of yeah, funny man. seeing them figure out stupider ways
0: to burn money. <laughs> you know, and for people to lose money, people that deserve to lose yeah. money. That means, when the you know? people deserve, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah All right, Aaron. Uh just plugging uh the Trill Billys, Billy Workers Party. Oh um, yeah. And then uh, also I am the latest comics correspondent on Struggle Session oh yeah um shout out the struggle session shout out Shout out the struggle session and uh doing uh, uh their alan moore presents series with them and then uh yeah. i guess you guys can find me on twitter Paradoomer, and uh check out my Substack because i'm yeah, trying Paradoomer, to write the more.
2: only account mm-hmm. the only twitter account that aaron has ever had the only one i've ever had <laughs> uh the only one
0: um uh, rising from the ashes as always no but uh yeah and uh, my Substack, space and light uh that shit's all in my bio so check that out. i'm trying to write more especially uh like culturally, like cultural kind of criticism, cultural Marxism actually it's kind of what um, I want to get into a little bit more. So, check that shit out and um yeah. This is this All is right. nice. Thank you. Well, uh,
2: Thanks for coming, guys. Yeah, and until next time. Thank you watching. Hey.
3: Yeah, watch this movie. <laughs> Bye. You
1: want to repeat, play you everywhere I go, everywhere I go. Play you everywhere I go. Put you on repeat. Play you everywhere I go. E-e- everywhere I go. I play you everywhere I go. Oh.